I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. And we're back, finally. Uh, after a two-week without a normal episode, hiatus, we are back with episode number 36 of Carter and Lowry. And Sam, um, you know, obviously you were in Tennessee. I was in at Wake Forest Golf Camp, so we couldn't be there, but we were so glad to be back. We have so much to talk about. But Sam, first, uh, you know, you just went to dinner, I guess. How was your dinner? It was pretty good. We went to Showmars, which is always good. So, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we got to start off, as always, with other sports and the MLB and the MLB Oyster game is set for July 13th. The Braves will be sending two starters, Freddie Freeman and Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, there are still four and a half games out of the uh, playoff picture, however, and I need to pick up the slack a little bit uh, if they want to make the playoffs. But uh, in Wimbledon, um, on the men's side of the bracket, Novak Djokovic is the heavy favorite. However, Roger Federer is uh, returning to his form and uh, ready to defend his title as the greatest men's tennis player ever. Uh, no American on either side advanced to the quarterfinals over Sebastian Quarter, whose sister, Nellie, won the women's PJ championship. He came within points of snagging a spot. Uh, Ashley Barty is the favorite on the women's side. She'll play Angelique Kerber in the semifinal on Thursday. And the women's final is set for Saturday, while the men's final is set for Sunday. Uh, and so big news, if you've been paying any attention to sports, or really any news over the past two weeks, you got to heard about Shakari Richardson and her story. Uh, she qualified for the U.S. Olympic team, uh, the track team, was qualified over uh, testing positive for marijuana. Uh, she used it uh, to cope for to cope uh, with her mother, and uh, it's legal in her state and has no enhancing uh, qualities for you know running track. And uh, Sam, who do you think was in the wrong here, uh, Richardson or the Olympic uh, committee? Um, as much as I think the rule is stupid, um, <clears throat> the rules are the rules, and I think that. Uh, she probably understood them, or at least knew them. So, uh, I, I, I think she was in the wrong. Unfortunately, I think the rule needs to be changed. So, yeah, yeah. I, I just think you, yeah, I agree with you. But I think you can't make an exemption right here. You knew the consequences, just like getting, like not getting a COVID shot and being disqualified. You know, because you get COVID. Um, you know, that's your choice, and I'm not saying that you're wrong for doing that, but the rules are the rules, and uh, that's the way it's got to be. But uh, tragic story, she might be able to run in the relay, though, if her suspension is, uh, you know, taken back a little bit, so that would be nice for her. Uh, but the big news, Sam, I've been waiting to talk about this for a while. In the past week, the NCAA has allowed players for the first time to receive sponsorships from their name and image and Nyquist or NIL. Uh, several players that know Bo Nix, he made like or, with Oikos, he made a deal. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I like it. Um, it's been a long time coming, and I think that that it's a great thing that that college athletes who are bringing in tons of money for these schools have an opportunity to make a name for themselves and then um, make money off of it. So I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I especially feel for people um, like the kicker. I think it's like his YouTube name was like destroying, and you know he couldn't monetize YouTube channel just because he was a college athlete. And I think that's a little bit sad. 
But the big news is should previous, like things that happened before the rule, should they be re-exempted like the Fab Five? Uh, they want their championship banners back, and uh, Reggie Bush would like his Heisman back. Do you think those um, people who have, you know, obviously didn't respect the rule in the past should be given a pass uh, because they changed the rule now? Um, I don't know. That's tough. But I mean, like we said earlier, the rules are the rules, and when they change, they change. But Prior to that, I think that 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 no, they I don't think that they should uh, get what maybe they earned in the past back. So, well, uh, we'll see how all that plays out. But that is going to do it uh, for our other sports segment, and we will be right back uh, with our NBA segment. Uh, Sam, any final thoughts here? Nope. All right, we'll be right back uh, with our NBA segment. Right, welcome back to Carter and Lowry in our NBA segment. And a bit of a, a darker start, um, dark news clouding the NBA of the past few days. On Sunday, the comments have surfaced from the NBA's bubble uh, back last uh, September and October um, about Rachel Nichols. Uh, she was in her hotel room, and she was unaware that a computer was recording a phone conversation she had. And unknowingly to her, uh, the host of the East Man's The Jump, her computer was recording her conversation she had with one of LeBron James' uh, Agents is LeBron James' agent, Chris Paul, one of his friends. Uh, she was friends with him, and she was talking with him. And she vented that she didn't get to host the NBA Countdown Show before the NBA Finals. She was offered the styling reporter job, but she returned it down uh, because Maria Taylor, uh, who is black, was offered the job. And uh, Nichols thought that she uh, earned it, and she said that Maria only got the job because of her race and ESPN. You know, had they had backlash and inclusion for years. So she's saying that you know Maria Taylor only got the job because ESPN wanted to be more inclusive, rather than that she was actually a better uh, fit for the job. Rachel said uh, she was taking it out on ESPN's policy and not Maria. Uh, yesterday to open her show, she did offer an apology. Um, you can just look that up right now. Another interesting twist in this: Maria Taylor's contract is set to expire on June twentieth, which is Game Six of the NBA Finals. So she might just quit uh, right there. But Sam, uh, your thoughts on this? Um, I think that, uh, it's ridiculous to blame this on race. Um, I think that, that maybe Maria Taylor was just more fit for the job, and sometimes you just have to deal with that. I think that's very petty of, um, of Rachel Nichols to think that, and, uh... And then even more so to blame it on race. So I, I don't like that at all. And do you think that uh, Rachel should be, you know, fired or suspended uh, for time? Um, no, I don't think that's necessary. I think she should just have to deal with what comes to her socially. Um, so I, I don't think firing her or fining her is necessary. All right. Well, uh, as she said in her apology, you know that's 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 it for that story. And uh, she says she's gonna have to deal with that. Uh, but back to basketball. And uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he was working on the floor. We were recording this. You're, I would be amazed if you're listening to this before the game. Um, he has been listed as questionable. He's working on the floor right now as we speak. And Sam, my question for you: If he does not play games one and two in Phoenix, can the Bucks win one of those games? Um. 
they can, but their offense has to be clicking on every single cylinder. Um, but still, I think I'm going to go with the Suns in both. All right, well, I think that he might definitely play uh, game two, but he is still questionable for game one. Uh, don't want to injure and then be taken out of the series completely. Uh, but game one tonight, 9 o'clock, ABC. And we'll be back on Friday, that's Friday, to talk about games one and two. Because me and Sam, we're going to Alaska uh, for a week and a half, so we'll take another break. And we'll be back for the Olympics and to talk about the NBA Finals at the end of that. Um, but to end on a lighthearted note, we got Leangelo Ball, uh, the third Ball brother. Uh, rumors started to spread. The Hornets are working him out, and they're looking to sign him potentially. Sam, you doubted LaMelo. We all know that clip. And he won Rookie of the Year. Would you be open to bring in Leangelo Ball as a Hornet? Um, you know, if you asked me this a year ago, I would have said no way, but, um, I think that, I mean, before this I was plotting what I was going to say, and I was going to say that, uh, Leangelo is an unproven player, but so was Mello, and we saw how he turned out, so I don't know if I'm for it, but I'm not against it. All right, uh, definitely a change of heart uh, since we started this. And, uh, you know, I think that if he's good enough, you know, and he wants to play on the Summer League team or the G League team, give him a chance. Um, you know, definitely going to bring a lot of excitement to the Hornets and can't wait for this next season. Uh, but that's going to do it uh, for this episode of Carter Larry. Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. All right, uh, you will hear us on Friday. <laughs> <laughs>